Yeah, 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 hold the fuck up. We gonna take this little intermission and listen what the fuck I got to say, man. You know who's cruising to a lot of money? The NBA draft picks. Um, This past week, we saw the NBA draft. They, uh... They picked um what was it the first eight were freshmen, yeah, um unprecedented. Yeah. It's a new NBA record, leading more credence to the one and done. Um, my Sixers picked number one, my man Markel Fultz. Hopefully, he's going to be the PG. point guard to to lead us into the future. Um, PG County, you're, you're going to trade him tomorrow, dog. <laughs> the Sixers have no idea what they're doing, dog. Look. Trust the process, Remy. Don't if he gets traded tomorrow. Trust the process. It don't matter. We'll be we'll be fine. Um, how did y'all teams do? How do y'all feel about the whole draft overall? How do y'all feel about Lonzo Ball going to L.A.? He he had to go there. Yeah, there was no other team really, right? There. There's no there's no there's no other place for him to go. Like he had like he has to be like in a in a, in a big market where where it's sunny all the fucking time. Right. So like like New York is out of the question. <laughs> You're left with Miami and LA, and Miami might be a little too small for fucking Lavar Ball. Mm. And he definitely couldn't go to like Portland or oh fuck no, he or like no Phoenix. He, he can't do no small market. Like cause I want to see this motherfucker fizzle out of the NBA in prime time, bro. <laughs> in HD on ESPN. You know what I'm saying like. I mean, so so you look at the joints. Of course, um, uh, the Sixers had the top pick. You know what I'm saying? And then you go to um, to L.A., who's in desperate need of a point guard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, after that, you go Boston, who has Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? And I, I assume they're not interested in a. You know what I'm saying? In a point guard. Right? In another point mm-hmm. guard. You know what I'm saying? Then. Your Phoenix Suns, who have you know, who, who's traditionally had a wealth of point guards, you know, you man Bledsoe, uh, as well as others. You know what I'm saying? Um, the the next reasonable spot for him to go was the Sacramento Kings, who drafted a point guard. You know what I'm saying? My nigga De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like you know it was set up for him to go, regardless of the shit that his father talked. Like you know, what I mean, just based on his performance this year, um, that was the best place for him to go. And that was the best place that needed him. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think I have a problem with that. Um, didn't they trade away uh, D'Angelo? Yeah. Too? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they actually they, needed a point guard. They, well, well, D'Angelo wasn't a point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was really a two guard. And that's what the, that's, that was the problem with the Lakers is that they didn't really have a legitimate point guard. You know what I'm saying? Mm. D'Angelo got traded to my fucking Nets. Yep. Um, He's in Brooklyn. For now. the only piece that we had, uh, Brook Lopez. Um, but I want to talk about the the one and done shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. There, there are two things here that, that are in play. Uh, one, the college aspect, and two, the pro aspect. You know what I'm saying? The college aspect is that it's not really working because these motherfuckers go to school for, what, six months? You know what I'm saying? And they're really academically only in school for about three months because they're only doing like the the fall semester, right? And it's not, it's not okay. really representative of the college experience. You know what I'm saying? It's it's more so they're just you know on campus to play basketball. So it's not really they're not really 
having ties to the university. You know what I'm saying? You see somebody like uh, like fucking Calipari who's telling them, you know, I can get you one and done and you go to the league and make money. Is 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 really like a like a road bump. They're not getting any um any professional training. You know what I'm saying? Right. While they are getting to play some 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 kids that will be in the NBA, you know what I mean? They're not really getting a chance to work on their game or to, uh, to better themselves educationally, nothing like that. So from that perspective, it's not fucking working. Right. And um, a, and a, and to to your point, a lot of them aren't getting. Like you said, not only are they not working on a game, but like the only thing that I have against Markel Fultz where his stats are off the charts, but Washington won like nine games and he never right. had to lead his team. And who plays like who plays who the fuck does Washington play? You know what I'm saying? Right. And so also to your point, he didn't really get the college experience to grow and mature and become a leader. So exactly. I, I, and, I I and, I follow and, what you're saying. And he's a point guard, so you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like that that doesn't really equate. Mm-hmm. And so the next point is the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about um who who are some of the best one and done players in the league. And you talk about John Wall. Mm-hmm. Right? How mm-hmm. long did it take John Wall to figure out what was going on in the oh, league? Oh man. You know what I mean? A long time, uh, four or five years. Exactly. So, but if he would have spent those three years in college, he might have came to the league, you know what I'm saying, more prepared to to, to be a superstar of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Anthony Davis? You know what I'm saying? Anthony Davis came to put in numbers, but he still has never seen success in the NBA. Right. Uh, Derrick Rose still took him a minute, and he's still not, never really had that, never won a championship. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony. Has problems with, with with teammates and has problems building a team. Maybe because he's never been part of a team. He only went to fucking Syracuse for one year, won the chip and then the moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, you got a uh, Kevin Durant. And again, how long did it take Kevin Durant to get to where he's at now? To to, to get to the point where he's an NBA champion. So it's like, and he had so many teams for it. Yeah, like is like is that something that he did or did he just kind of join on a exactly join on a, a winning team already? So to the point, like, is one and done really working on either end of the spectrum? I think the the best bet is, you know I mean? If you, you know, are a superior athlete, and I feel like some of these guys, like LeBron, I don't think that it made sense for LeBron to go to college at all. Or Kobe. Or Kobe. Kobe. Or or, uh, Kevin Garnett. Are prodigies. And they're like, you know what I mean? They're ready to go. Um, but I feel but like, like, but that, like that, like that at a high school, like, like if you're good enough to come out of high school, like if you're that, if you're that good, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to be, you're going to be like, you, you're pretty much going to be an NBA great. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like bar like, bar like, bar like your Kwame Browns. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that came out of high school that didn't make it. So what I'm saying is I would go cook overseas where you have the opportunity to play. If you play like in Australia or you play in like France, like the, uh, they said these are leagues are like the triple A leagues, whereas the NCAA is like a double A league. Mm-hmm. You can play uh, grown men, can can kind of see what it's like to to be uh, in, in those in those pro systems to play every fucking other night and and, and bring it. That's a viable option, but the, the rule that you know you can go to college for one year and then leave out is not is not serving anybody well. I think they're going to change the rule very shortly. I think maybe it's more like a uh, college football, 
where it's two years at minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think you're gonna see more people like like Moutier or like um, Brandon Jennings who go overseas to play mm-hmm. instead of going to college and then come back more prepared to be in the NBA. Because like I said, even the, the best players we just talked about, it took them a, it took them a minute in the NBA to, to figure out how yeah. to be successful. Yeah. And of those people, only one of those people has won, has won a ring, and that's Kevin Durant, and he went to a super team. Now, now, boom. So we we know that they come out one and done because they're not. I mean, yes, playing in the NBA is an honor that many never ever will achieve. But let's not kid ourselves and, and say that it's not about money. Um, do you think that if the NCAA on their end don't make a change, or if the NBA doesn't make the change and say they have to be in college or the equivalent for at least two years? Do you think? Do you foresee them saying, if the if you are an NBA team and you draft someone who is out one year, you have to play them on the D League for a year? Like, could the D League be AAA instead of overseas? Because once you go overseas, you got you got problems with contracting. Like you play, like you signed to play in Croatia for two years, and you have to fulfill that before you come over. You know, could the could the D League be the AAA? I think there needs to be some work in the D League to kind of beef it up. Like I said, I think we talked about this before. Yeah, like, yeah. And maybe like the D League, like if you sign to the D League uh, fucking uh, Knicks, you should be running a, you know, a facsimile of the Knicks offense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, and, and things of that nature. But I think some work needs to be done in, in, in that regard. But um, I'm definitely for, like I said, uh, maybe two years so you get a chance to see what it's like. Like, 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 you talk about money, bro. Like, that's why we all went to college. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we, we we looked at it as a four, some of us five, you know, year investment <laughs> in our future. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it would be ridiculous to say that if I had a son or if I was, you know, uh, had aspirations and realistic aspirations of going to the NBA, that I couldn't take a two-year step to do that. You know what I'm saying? Look, look at your man, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons from Australia came to fucking LSU to play basketball such that he can make it to the NBA. Right. He flew halfway across the country to get to the NBA and realized that LSU was his step. Mm-hmm. So what makes you think if he did that, he wouldn't stay another year? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If if you're being forced to stay another year, you're going to stay another year. You're going to do like, like, the minimum needed. Now, see, I see that going the other way. You know what I'm saying? I see, like, if you start, if you start forcing these guys to stay in, stay in school, they're not going to go to school. Mm. Like 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 people are gonna go straight from high school, go 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 play it overseas, and and then and then come and then come to the NBA that route. Mm. I, I I don't I don't have a problem with that. Like I don't I don't think that's you know uh, that's not like that's not my my issue. My issue is that when it comes to that league, they're not prepared to be what they thought they would be. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you got these guys that got you know lottery contracts and. How many of them have won championships? You know right. what I'm saying? How many of them are, you know what I'm saying, perennial all-stars? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's guys that haven't figured it out yet, and you probably haven't figured it out because you're not matured to that level. Like, you ah, know what I'm saying? Like, Sebastian Telfair. That's, you know what I'm that's the word, though. I think, to Remy's point, if they go out of high school and go straight to Romania to play in, you know, the league and play against Turkey and France and all of them, they don't get a chance to actually mature because they're instantly 
in a professional game. And like, like now, now you're you're instantly played against like motherfuckers who feed their children off of basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may not be ready for that. You know what I'm saying? At 17 years old, though. Right. You know so, but who's to say those? Who said those guys get drafted though? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, I, if I'm if I'm doing yeah. my research and I look over in the fucking uh, Turkish league and you're averaging two points a game, like I'm not I'm, gonna I'm draft say, you. I'm saying, I'm saying for a little like, bit longer. Like, you're, you're like you're focused on the basketball side of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like and, and that and, and it's cool for like for basketball, but like it just general like everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could go to community college, fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And then, and, then, and, and like, my life not be in danger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I can do that in China, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know. Like, I, like, I don't know if these kids are ready to, to, to play professional ball, you know what I'm saying? Like, straight out of high school. You know what I'm saying? But, and, and if you force, if you force these kids to stay in, you're like, motherfuckers already got beef with the, with the NCAA for not paying these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Not compensating them mm-hmm. enough, you know. What I'm saying? Anyway, you know, what I'm saying like if you force kids to stay in, they're gonna like a bunch of kids are gonna start k- skipping college, like because I'm good enough to be a professional basketball player, and you might not be, dog. But yeah. those, and, like, those and, like, and like you might be a good basketball player, like but like you might not be able to make it like in Turkey. You know, what I'm saying like 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 the language barrier, like just the the cultural shift, like yeah. you ain't ready for that, right? Let's say like like as good of a basketball player as you are, you know. What I mean? Let's not let's not paint the picture like these motherfuckers are like you know what I'm saying, goddamn poet laureates or motherfucking. <laughs> That's real. God, you know what I'm saying real. like 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 they 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 got all kind of road scholarships and shit. You know what I mean? Like that's not what it is, bro. Like, and I don't know that two years of college is gonna you know allow them yeah, or afford them opportunities. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like to to be real with you, people say college doesn't start to your junior year anyway. You know what I'm saying. That's real. Yeah. Because you're just taking base classes and you're not really in your major that tough and doesn't really get that real to you. Like, you know, I got to graduate next year. Oh, shit. Oh, now senior year, I really got to get all my, like, like, it's, it's not it's not that real, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why like, you, can get, you, can, you can get a degree after two years and then not be shit. Like, and like, and like, I, I like, I just say that, you know what I'm saying? Because I worry about like your J.R. Smith. Like, J.R. Smith needed to come to the NBA out of high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, he couldn't be, be J.R. Smith in Russia, dog. Like, he's not, like, not. He would have never made it back. He'd be in prison right now, dog. But that's a lesson that maybe he needs. Oh, J.R. Like, Smith? No one, no one needs a Russian prison lesson, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, if, if J.R. Smith got locked up in Russia for being wild and shit, he might have came back to, to the NBA on some tame shit. You know what I'm saying? And been like, you know what? I'm just or, here to or he play defense been, and shoot these threes. Or he might have been grabbing Steph, Steph Curry and doing like 360 power drivers on him, dog. <laughs> Shout to Zangief. Shout <laughs> You never know in these situations. But, um... Yeah, I, I I think the NBA Day League needs to be a part of this conversation somehow. Like, if we're worried about the one and done, then they really do need to do a lot. Like you said, boom, a lot to build up the D League. Uh, like you said, run the teams, plays, and um, schemes at, at the very least to make it, like you said, like AAA, 
to where they can cook for a year. And then after that year of D-League, you can come up to the NBA. Let's let's make the D-League the actual official minor league more so than it already is. Why not? Because the D-League is wild. It's like people, they score like 156 points a night. And it's like <laughs> only two people come up for a year. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, how, how are you scoring 156 and we only got Jeremy Lin and Hassan Whiteside and somebody? You know what I mean? Like, that's right. Oh, um, and, and then... I mean, but but the reason I say that is because, like, if you go to the D League, that in, that enables you to get paid. You might only get like you know eighty k a year, but it's something, right? And that's pretty much what the kids are looking for. They're looking for something to maybe some of them are need to feed their family. Maybe some of them got some illegitimate kids that they need to take care of. Um, uh, you know they they need the money, and that's why they come out so fast, bro. If you was like, if, if there was like a, if there was, if there was like a C plus, you know what I'm saying? Not a C plus plus, it's a C plus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they were like, look, you know what I mean? You don't go to college. I, I, I know you're nice with these computers. You can just program this shit for me. You have to live in this room, in this condo with eight other dudes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I give you $20,000 straight out of high school. We just do that, Jay. So the question is, go to college or do that 20000 straight out of college? $20,000 C single plus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you got to up bruh. that to 30, dog. Bro, I'm looking on. I'm looking online, though. You know, motherfucking WNBA players make more than D League players, though. That's what I'm saying, bro. Whoa. These motherfuckers make $25,000 a year, dog. Whoa. 25, bro. Yeah, you got to up that, yo. Up that to at least. Like, that's like max. That's like max. Like, like this shit is a labor of love, dog. Like, like they really like playing basketball, dog. <laughs> but, but to be real with you, it's not that it's not that much different from like a like the double A baseball joint. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you hear a lot of stories about people that you know what I'm saying. They got um, regular they got regular jobs and they play double A baseball. Yeah, right. Like they got to pay for their own travel to to go play exactly. Games. Yeah. Um, but you also hear more stories of people coming up from double A or triple A. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a story about a guy, I think he's like 32 or 33, and he was like, yeah, man, my wife had a stroke all this time. My first major league game, like at 35, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's yeah. you know what I mean? But maybe because you, because baseball is a sport where you have actually more time where you can cook. Like, you can, you can be 38, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, right. and be a starting pitcher. 40, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. As long as that arm is still working, you good. Pause. Right. I guess. Um. Yeah, so... Congratulations to all the, the the NBA drafts. Hopefully they do something to address this one and done because I, I'm sure a lot of these kids are going to come in and flame out immediately. Or it's going to take them, like you said, Stop John Wall next, took like five, six years to to become who he's supposed to be. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see. Hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills. Now, boom, you found them on Instagram. For the Black Business of the Week, we're going to talk about We Buy Black. It is not a a recreation of buying slaves. We Buy Black is a website that is for finding black businesses to, to, to do business with. Now, we talked about official Black Wall Street before. And that's another joint that you can use to find black businesses. We're going to talk about We Buy Black. 
And um, they start off with a question. The question is, did you know that a dollar circulates in Asian communities for a month, in Jewish communities for nearly 20 days, and in white communities for 17 days? But in black communities, that dollar circulates for about six hours. <laughs> Let the dollar circulate. Yeah, we do not care about ourselves. We though. don't. <laughs> Yo, you get paid on Friday. By Friday night, you to put that, you know, I'm sorry, not Friday night. Friday mid-afternoon, you to put a couple of dollars in the weed man, in the weed man pocket. And then he went and copped off of his connect, who's white. And now that I was at the black community, what we got? What we gonna do about it? What do you think that stripper did with the money that I gave her on Friday? Went right to Victoria's Secret <sighs> and, and 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 bought that uh um cucumber bath and body works. Bro, it was definitely a, a rainbow type of situation. <laughs> Lucaya, let's not give, let's not give her too much credit. Oh man, man. so Lucaya money, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> So, recognizing this fact, the We Buy Black team has designed extra features to ensure our dollars circulate at a rate equal to or better than the other people. How do they do it? They have a referral program, and you get to receive commissions from vendors that you help set up on their future sales. If you belong to a nonprofit, you can receive commissions on your congregation's future purchases. And if you're a blogger or journalist... You can register to receive an affiliate code to help others sell and receive commissions on all their future sales. So you see what you see what they you see what they're doing here. You partner up with them, you promote them, people buy from them, and then you get money. Mm. And then you take that money and then you buy from them. Guess what? You put money in there, a few cents end up coming back to you. That's how it works. You probably going to see Defcon. You probably going to see Defcon Jive on there with an affiliate link soon. So that's what that's what we're saying. We're in this together. So we buy black. They're setting up to keep the dollars inside the black community by promoting other black businesses, just as we do on Defcon Jive. It just has other other uh, shopping sites for black folk do. This is this is how we create that that black version of Amazon that Kwame talked about all those episodes ago. Nice. So thank you, Boom, for finding that. Um, appreciate you. Ass and unks. <laughs> So let's get into what you've been listening to, and we'll start with Remy. What's in your tape deck? You weren't ready. I, was, I so wasn't ready, dog. Um, I hate like retreading shit. You know what I'm saying? Like from last week, but y'all be, I mean, y'all be putting me up on music, dog. I don't, like I don't listen to shit unless it comes to comes from y'all. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that motherfucking uh. Pretty girls like trap music shit, though, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I did. <laughs> yeah. Used to treat my mattress like the ATM. Yeah. Bond on my nine, that my favorite scent. Yeah. Can't forget the cushion, I'm talking OG. 
Yeah, rest in peace to Pop, he was an OG. Oh, yeah, 285, I had that pack on. I'm gonna check that out. You don't sound excited. I really like 2 Chains, though. I really, really like 2 Chains. I feel like he's like like a lost voice. He's like an offset. He's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, one of those dudes that you like, you might not listen to because you think it's all trap music. He got bars. He does have bars. He does have bars. Yeah. Bars on the low, and he doesn't. And, and on this joint, like, like I, he he says some shit on this on this uh, this pretty girls like trap music shit. But like, it's very like derivative music, man. Mm. And like and like like boom, like he was saying, like a lot of this shit is old is is older. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been like like it's it's been through my it's it's already been through my take that, you know what I'm saying? So like I was just like, yeah, meh. Mm. Maybe next time two chains. But you know, they cleanse my palace from that shit, you know what I'm saying? I went back to your boy Anderson Pop at Yes Lord. Ah. Hey, Whatever I'm feeling bad about music, though. Motherfucking uh, Anderson Park. Anderson Park. That yes, Lord will bring it back, dog. NX worries. I still but, can't uh, do it, man. He sounds too much like Bilal to me. I can't. I can't do it. So <laughs> just listen to Suede on repeat, dog. <laughs> infinite repeat, dog. That shit goes so hard, dog. But like, um, I don't like, I like, I got, I, I got into Anderson, I got into Anderson, listened to the, uh, that, uh, that NPR, that little Tiny Desk like series, yeah. like concert series yeah. that they mm-hmm. do. And I was on that shit, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I can't, and like, they threw like a, like a, like a competition of, you know, like to look like, like, up and coming artists or whatever, like up and coming acts, you know what I'm saying? Like, get, get like a spot like, like Anderson had. On the on the NPR on the, on the joint, and there's this group called Tank and the Bangers. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. This shit goes, dog. <laughs> they definitely do. Oh they my god! Do. Like yo, like like first of all, like like you can um you can tell like when What's somebody like, when somebody has been like formally educated on on like how to sing. Mm. And, mm, no and, shots out the, and like the and the front lady for the, for this joint tank, the like, big black lady, bro, yeah. bro, she got pipes, dog. Yeah, she like, do. It, it, it's 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 crazy. Like her range is her range is nuts, and she does like, and like and like as a as a group like that because they do like it's like it's like an amalgamation of like like all these like cultural hotspots and music, dog. It's like like you get like your Louisiana like uh, like Treme mm-hmm. type type feel to it, you know what I'm saying? Like your Bourbon Street, you know what I'm saying? Second line shit. You get like uh, yeah. you get like DC like backyard band like banging on the pots and pans, the go go shit out of it. Like it it it, 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 it's it mad sounds live crazy. It's, it's, mad it's, live it's all live, it's all live instruments though. It's her. It's the it's the chick tank and and a and a second lady who and like they kind of like. Alternate like doing like backups and doing like frontman shit. It's fire, dog. I think she uh, 
I think she, uh, what's the joint? What's the, what's the nigga, uh, the New Orleans nigga that be, uh, cross-dressing joint? Oh, 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 oh. Big Frida. Big Frida, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's, I think she's the background singer for Big Frida. My, uh, actually wife put her on for the joint. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the joint definitely, she definitely goes, you know what I'm saying? They definitely got joints. And, um, like, like Remy said, it's mad live instruments, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um... But it definitely got jumped. You should check it out, bro. Uh, I think yeah, we talked about it before in the podcast, but... I'm going to check it out. It's a jump. I do date the Tiny Desk concert, so I'm, I'm going to definitely check it out. Yeah. So that's it, Remy? That's it. That's all I got. What you got? What you got, boom? I'm not going to hold you, man. You already know what it is, mm-hmm. man. Uh, I had to take it back. Speaking about whenever I feel, you know what I'm saying, sad about music, had to listen to... Some Jacko this week, you know what I'm saying? Mike? Cleaning up on Sunday, just you know what I mean. Just from the from the old joint Jackson Five to you know what I'm saying to the, to the, to the eighties when he just dominated everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, literally, literally. You know what I'm saying. The King. Um, I had a conversation about with someone, a coworker, about you know the Beatles and why the Beatles are so dope because they made a you know so many different genres of music, right. And reason why, you know, uh, how can somebody be the king of pop for like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for literally like three or four decades, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, which, and, and you know, you know, pop pop stands for popular music. So you're talking about the 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 genres of music changing and what's hot now being different from what what it once was. Don't stop them, though. And it didn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't care what you're trying to do. Like, you know what I mean? I got that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can do that too. Yeah, I got that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think there will ever be another, you know, a musical mind that that can say uh, Chamon. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and need that joint. I don't know someone that can that can fuck with uh, Paul McCartney and, and and also Chuck Rock at the same time. You know what, mm. what I'm saying? Like, is is. It's just like his uh his his musical grasp, you know what I'm saying? It started off with the like I said the Jackson Five or some old, you know, beboppy type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um to 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 like I said, to nineties and eighties rapping with Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just right. it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. The Mike Jordan the rap, the Michael Jackson the pop. You can't, you can't, you can't do nothing with that, man. And I, and I think that you know, what I mean, like I said, I, I don't think that there, there will ever be another. You know what I'm saying? To span, you know, what I mean that that many decades of music and still be hyper relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like to be fucking what in the year two thousand and be like, you know what? Michael Jackson album's coming out. Like, oh shit, Michael. Right. You know what I'm saying? Someone Justin Timberlake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
It's <laughs> fire, dog. Like, come on. It's, it's, it's crazy, bro. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Um, so that's what I've been on this week, man. I can dig that. So I know no bars. No, Mike had bars, especially when Quincy wrote for him. Mike had bars. Shout out to Quincy, I heard, man. I heard off the wall, dog. Like, come on. <laughs> Shout out to Quincy, man. Yo, do you want to be starting something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, for me, heavy mob deep, of course. But aside from that, nigga. This fucking bar exam board. When I pick up a mic, I feel like Lorenzo and Ice. Easy E trading yellow. Guess I'll be a nigga for life. Tupac sold hovers right over my board while I record. Patron enters my blood and it comes right out my pores. Some of these rappers fast. Some of them choose to serenade. Some of them need they swag. Some gon' breathe they last air today. Some believe that hip hop police is working with these various media outlets. Even pay Vlad to interrogate. I remember yeah, back when I was black and You wanna talk about? Bars on top of bars on top of bars, like yeah. dense bars, uh, brag bars, just alcoholic Sugar. bars, just any type of bar that you could think of. Um, bar exams, bar exams. Yo, there there are times where Royce isn't even rapping; he's just talking to you, and it just happens to rhyme. Chin up bar, <laughs> like dog, and he has he has two songs on there that I want to highlight specifically: the joint with Slaughterhouse, the chopping block joint. Oh my god! Uh, and then he has a joint on there with who a dude who's quickly becoming my one of my favorites, Nick Grant, and then yeah, yeah, El, yeah, yeah, and Elza. So it's Nick Grant and Elza. Oh Jesus! With Royce, we know we know Elza, and you know Elza. Jesus Christ! But believe it or not, quiet is kept. Nick Grant had, might have the best verse on that song, nigga. He said the only thing that could kill a legend is a double disc. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Mm. Nick low key, mm. Nick Grant might have the best verse between Roy. You know how hard that is to have the best verse between Royce mm. and Elza. Mm. Nick Grant might have that's the best. A, that's a super bar, man. <laughs> yeah. God damn. When he said that, I stopped it. Like, I'm listening to it midway. I pressed pause and I brought his whole verse back. So I was like, yo, mm. what? Um it's what it's just, it just like you listen you're halfway into like the next verse though you're like oh fuck <laughs> <on."> <laughs> mm. like nah bro mm. yo revisit this yeah um that barks but of course Royce himself man he he raps over everything he rapped the first song he raps over Mural the Lupe joint nice. he raps over Bad and Bougie um he rapped over uh damn, I forgot uh, I forgot the other joints, but like he raps over some beats. He raps over trap beats, East Coast beats. Like he he runs the full gambit. And it's just what can I say? It's bars. And there's very little datpiff.com drops. Um it says hosted by DJ Green Lantern, but Green Lantern doesn't scratch. 
there's very little DJ Green Lantern drops on it. So for the most part, it's just bars. It's insane. So bar exam four, and it's free. How can you beat that? So go go cop that. Barexam4.com. It takes you right to the datpiff.com page. And then you can stream it or um or download it. So Royce. Besides, and then listen to Mob Deep, please. Do yourself that favor. Please do. Infamous Hell on yeah. Earth, um, murder music. Go back to Juvenile Hell. Go forward to Infamy. Eh, skip Blood Money. Do f- uh, Free Agents. Because that joint has uh, Backwards, 4th of July. Uh, it's got so many joints. So please, do yourself that favor. Mob D. Let's wrap it up because I know y'all are missing the BET awards and, and y'all got to be in the conversation. I don't watch award shows, dog, but uh, Power definitely came back on stars. Dude. Yeah. I I don't watch Power, but from what my girl says and from what I've seen on my timeline, the whole mood is fuck Angela. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been fuck Angela for a minute, though. Oh, okay. She's not even a bad joint, though, man. No, like, like, that's, yo, I've been saying the same shit. From Joe, I was just like, yo, why is he, why is he tricking on motherfucking uh, Natori, you know what I'm saying, with, with this well-dressed number two pencil, dog? Mm. Like, fuck out of She's not even joint, you know what I'm saying, man? Like, like I said, and Remy has it all the way, you know what I'm saying? You know I have affinity for the dark skin joints, you know what I'm saying? Natori is ultra bad. Right. And, you know what I'm saying... She always had a titty out. Oh, <laughs> and she's best friends with Lala on that joint. So I wasn't trying to, you know, figure out, figure out a way to get, you know what I'm saying, motherfucking three-piece with Lala. But no, nah, he's with this ultra wag joint. And she's not even like, she's not even like super like, spicy for to be a Latina. You know what I'm saying? Right. She's, 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 she's wild mild. It's like, it's wild dry, yo. Mm. She's wild mild, dog. <laughs> she's a mild Latina. <laughs> like for real, if she was, if she was, if she was, if she was Cardi B spicy, I can see what he's talking about. Right, you know but it's saying? not. It's she's not. Bad. It's like the bitch is Pico de Gallo. Yeah. Anyway, all right, y'all can go go on watch Power. Fuck Angela. <laughs> um, listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Just search Defcon Jive Podcast and we there on your favorite joint. Email us podcast at defconjive.com. Um and and check out We Buy Black, because we're gonna be promoting them heavy. So uh mm-hmm. for another week, man, we out of here. This is your boy T O N Y Starks, man. My Iron Man army is invading NY. Mm. <laughs> Yo, man, it's your Frank Nitty. It's your boy Frank Nitty, man, with the long reach, you know what I'm saying? Back into against New York from France, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if they show you my Knicks, I feel you. Uh, it's, your man, it's your man T Murder Mace. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm the child of the Supreme Being, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm, more money, more problems. We out. We out. Yep, yep. Something shit.
Record something. Yakub, Yakub. Yakub, Yakub. <laughs> Get the voice activated passcode. <laughs> <laughs>